can't unpush it. All right, here we go. Hey everyone, happy Monday and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the second Monday of the month, which means it's time for Plant-Based Classics with Lauren Burnick. And February is around the corner, so we've got a lot of holidays like Valentine's Day, the Super Bowl, and she's going to be making some Super Bowl favorites so that you can have an absolutely awesome Super Bowl. She's going to be making a meaty Texas chili. What else are you making? Cornbread muffins and uh, or cornbread and Austin queso, which sounds like a like a movie star, doesn't it? Welcome, <laughs> welcome, Lauren, to the show. Hello. Always good to see you. Yeah, that's amazing. Austin Queso. I think it sounds like an actor, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it's a cheesy actor. It sounds, it does. <laughs> so I, I, oh, I love it. No, I was going to say, I just, you're so funny and adorable. I just wish you'd come back to comedy because you're, I, and I wish you could show what you've done because a lot of people think of you as a talented vegan chef who reversed her heart disease, makes delicious oil-free classic recipes, but they don't know necessarily your funny side. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like I've just done that and I, I wanted to see if I could do it. I did it. I did it for a long time and I don't know. I just don't have the, the desire. You have to have some desire to get up on the stage in front of people like that. And just to keep writing material. It's a lot of work, but um, I don't know, maybe one day, but I am starting a podcast. As I mentioned before, we should probably be releasing at the end of January or beginning of February. And I'll be able to use some more of my funny there. Right. So, What's the name of your podcast and where will we be able to find it? And when, uh, I, I think the beginning of February and it's called age like a badass mother and uh, it's with Lisa Rice and you can get it wherever you get podcasts, but I'll, I'll be promoting it when next time, next time I'm on, I'll be able to tell you exactly where, but I feel like any place you get your podcast. Well, if it's, um, if it's called badass, then you should probably have John badass vegan on. Cause <laughs> Who is? Who? There's, a, there's a wonderful vegan who I've had on the show. He's written books. He's very athletic. His name is John Badass Vegan. Well, his name is really John Lewis, but he, that's his brand, Badass Vegan. Yeah, we have to have him on. I even have a shirt that says Vegan Badass. I wear it sometimes. So I, oh, I'm, that's awesome. I got it at a veg fest. Otherwise, I'd get one for you. But you know what? I'm going to look and see if they have it anywhere else. You Don't worry. I'll get, I'll get it. You don't have to get me. But um, you're so sweet. Uh, well, yeah, I want to have him on. That'll be good. Yeah, we were thinking we've, we've so far only interviewed women, but we definitely want to have men on too, of course. I think we're going to do uh, Dr. Dr. Lederman just said he would come on Uh from forks over knives so yeah but we've had yeah and you're going to come on when you do your book and john mackey said he's going to come on when he does his book in the spring so wait john mackey john mackey's writing another book yeah what's he I what's guess the i could say about? that well uh, yeah i don't know i think he said i ran into him at casa de luz and we started chatting and that's um i think he said it's going to be about capital capitalism but i feel like he already had a book about that but um, yeah, I think it was called Conscious Capitalism. Yeah. This one's like love, life and capitalism or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying that. So, OK, well, we're not uh, at it. So everyone forget what she just said. Just forget it. But <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he doesn't care to have a little promotion for the book that hasn't come out yet. But yeah. 
So yeah, I'm excited about that. It'll be really fun. It uses, I don't have a lot of skills, but one of them is talking. So there you go. Exactly. Um, <laughs> talking, cooking. I don't know. That's about it. So uh, yeah. What, uh, what have you been up to? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. Well, I know it was so great when you visited. What I've been up to, well, I had no idea they were going to already release my book. And so I've been up to trying to let people know that it's available. And it's and thank you, everyone who pre-ordered. It's been number one in uh, new releases, vegan cooking, gluten-free, and dessert baking. And it's 404 on Amazon, which is unbelievable for a book that wow. doesn't come for eight months. So I'm very so I'm just scrambling because we're gonna create something that's a bonus that anybody that saves their receipt it's virtual so we can't deliver it yet it, most of it hasn't been created but we we're hoping that it's gonna be valued at over a thousand dollars so that oh my gosh want to get the book just even for the bonuses because you know I'm not getting any younger and I'd love to see what that's like to be a New York Times bestseller because I never really worked with a publisher before because when you self publish you can do well on Amazon but you can't be considered by them so. If anyone from the committee's watching, please consider me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't is know that how they do it? I thought it was just by sales. I think time. it, you know, it I think it is overall by sales. <laughs> by sales, they mean pre-sales. So anything from now until August 31st counts. But I think there's other you know, I don't know. It's it's like the, the golden globes or the I really don't know how it works, but hey, I'm gonna give it a shot, right? I made a vision. Oh my board, gosh. So if my if if, if vision boards work, then it'll they work. <laughs> I told you, I told you last time I made a vision board before I ever knew you. You're on my vision board and here I am. It happens. They work. They do work. I made, I mean, I've been doing vision boards on New Year's Eve for, I don't know, it, I was going to say over 25 years because we don't go out on New Year's Eve. And when, you know, vision boards I do relating to other things, it's not always just diet and exercise or health and weight loss. But I remember putting Dr. McDougall on my vision board because I really wanted to speak at his advanced study weekend and boom. And then I put Dr. Goldhammer on the vision board because I wanted to work at True North and boom. So I think wow. they work too because you know they what do work. I do. I think so. I think. I mean, and they're basically free. You're cutting out magazines or Google images. I mean, yeah. you know, a little, uh, you know, forty nine cent poster board, some glue or scotch tape to manifest your destiny. Exactly. I still have one thing on there that hasn't come true yet. I'm just waiting. I have John and Tracy Stewart on my vision board that I'd like to work with them one day. Well, do, I mean, you know I, don't, her? I don't know them, but. Doesn't Rip know them? And Rip lives in Austin. So why not ask? Yeah. You know, the worst, you know, when people are afraid to ask, it's like I had a business law teacher at the University of Pennsylvania. I don't remember anything from college, honestly, except this one sentence Murray B. Dolphman said, You don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> so, that's exactly how we talk. Because the thing is, is if you don't ask, the answer is always no. But you of know, course. So, yeah. so ask. I'm not him. afraid I mean, to ask. That's true. Not you know, and then maybe he'll be on your pod. You could ask to be on his podcast and he can promote your podcast, but he's the only person that I, I know offhand. Cause I think he had him. Yeah. He had them on that. I know that knows him. So yeah. Right. Yeah. They That's always say six idea. degrees of separation that you're always yeah. only six degrees. You know, there's always somebody that knows somebody, you know? So it's really true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's a good idea. So I got, I got to get my vision board going, yeah. finish that one thing. Um, guys, your podcast, I don't know. Can people find it yet? Because Barb's saying No, not yet. Yeah, it's coming soon, Barb. It's coming soon. We're just getting a bunch of them in the can, so to speak, and then we'll release them. But yeah, we've already, we've interviewed Jane and Ann Esselstyn and Dr. Alona Poolday and 
uh, some other people you probably haven't heard of, but it's, it's, it's going to be good. So I'm, I'll be excited to promote it next time. I'll be able to tell you where to get it, but thank you. And I will definitely be pre-ordering your book. I haven't done it yet, but I, I told you, I got to see it uh, in real life person because that your photographer had it at her house, Hannah Kaminsky. And I went to her house and I saw it and it was just spectacular. Well, without Hannah Kaminsky, it would just be a bunch of recipes. And without Janine Elder of Potato Wisdom, I mean, these ladies, they're so visually talented, like you would not believe. And they really are the heart of the book. I mean, I just provided the recipes, you know. Well, that's a lot. (laughs) That's (laughs) not nothing. (laughs) Right. But I mean, just a recipe the way, you know, if it was just some black and white book, because this is the thing, people want a photo with every recipe. They don't realize it's like $200 for each photo and there's 156 recipes and guess who pays for it. But we finally just bit the bullet and said, we're going to put everything into this book and try to try give the people what they want. That's right. And they want, and they wanted to lay flat, you know, they wanted it to lay flat to do this. It has to be hardcover, which is actually when we did the advanced reader copies, which were soft covers, hardcovers only $5 more. And it's much more durable because I got the advanced reader copy slightly wet and the photo just separated from the back of the book. Hardcover, hardcover wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to get it. Yeah. Actually, one of, one of the bonuses involves chefs other than me. And I'm going to talk to you about that because the bonus that I'm creating is like, it's like worth, I mean, I, I just wish I could talk. I just, I, I have superstition sometimes, you know, I, I'll tell I you. get it. Okay. Yeah. Tell me privately. Text me after. I'll text you. Anyway, so Super Bowl. Now this is funny. Super Bowl. Little fact. I have never, this is AJ here telling the truth, never watched a Super Bowl in my entire life. Or what? I just I don't care for sports. I've never watched a single episode of the Olympics. I've never I just don't like to watch sports. I've never seen anything. I've I've watched the commercials because I was actually in a Super Bowl commercial, the first commercial I ever did in 1985. Hadn't told my family I was trying to get into acting, and my brother dropped off his chair. He was at some bar watching and he like fell off his barstool. <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah, just I'm not a sports person, but uh, I I've never been to a Super Bowl party, but I love the food because a lot of it's finger food or just food that everybody likes, whether they're vegan or not. Yeah, same. I don't like watching sports. I am so irritated when the Olympics are on. My best friend, she's like, she, she cannot understand. She's like, why don't you like the Olympics? I'm like, I hate it. First of all, it interrupts whatever TV you're going to be watching. Not that that's really a thing anymore because you can watch shows anytime, but it just irritates me. I don't like it. Your shows aren't on. It disrupts the schedule. I don't really care. I mean, I get it. I get that these people have worked their whole life and put their, you know, uh, everything into it. So I get that part. Sometimes I like the stories, but yeah, I really, I don't like watching sports either, but my husband, Andy loves sports. He's so irritated that the whole, nobody in our family, we have three kids, son-in-laws, the whole thing, nobody likes to watch sports. So yeah, well, but I, I like the food. I'm lucky that Charles doesn't because I don't have one of those husbands, but I like to watch movies about sports because one of the best movies yeah. I've seen recently was The Boys in the Boat about the 1936 Olympics. And did Ann mention on the podcast that Essie just was so touched by that movie because he won the gold medal for rowing in the 1956 Olympics. So I I like watching movies about sports. But again, I agree with you. The Olympics just drag on too long, too, too long for for me. Other people love them. So, you know, good for them. But I'm just, uh, I don't know. 
I agree. I haven't seen that movie yet, but I want to see it. And I did know Dr. Eston won the gold medal for the rowing Olympics. He's, he's um, everything. Um, Surgeon in Vietnam. I mean, he's everything. You, you know, so, so guys, you're getting more information than cooking here, but a chef AJ's movie picks Godzilla minus one, one of the best movies I've ever seen. It is not a horror film. It's a love story. It's I, I wouldn't be upset if it won best picture. Wait, Godzilla minus one. Yes. I've never even heard of that. It, it, well, because it came out early in December. It was a Japanese film and it's amazing. It's Ooh. so good. It's so good. Okay. I'll yeah. put it anyway. on my list. All right. Okay. So uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Super everybody Bowl thinks, Sunday. Everybody thinks wings and thangs and chili and, you know, yep. that kind of thing. nachos. Nachos are hard to serve for a crowd, though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you could just make a big thing of chili, but, um, we usually have, a, you know, friends over here to watch the Super Bowl. It's like my husband's day. He wakes up and he's so excited. He starts like with the, I don't even know, dun, dun, dun. I think that's like a football song. I don't know uh, for the Super Bowl. But he's just like beside himself, so excited. So we always have friends over. And I made this last year. There's only like eight people. Um, I doubled or tripled. I think I tripled this recipe. And they... You know, I didn't tell anybody anything. Some of our friends knew it was vegan, oil-free. But the ones that didn't were, I mean, just going back for more and more and more. And so, you know, it's it's a winner. And it's super easy. Um, so really all you do first is just chop up the onions, just an onion, usually a red pepper. This one was on the small side. So I also had a poblano in the fridge. So I cut that up as well. Four cloves of garlic. That's the very basic. If you want to add more things to that, you can. Let me get the, I'm going to start uh, sauteing the onions. Okay. I and then I wish somebody would think, because I've had a lot of ideas that became businesses. Somebody to think to just saute a bunch of onions, like the way we do it with no oil and maybe even garlic. I would just buy it from the freezer. I know. Buy back in bulk, so it's a great idea because all, all all of us would do that. I think I, I, for sure. Well, cheers. I also have my Texas beer here. You could definitely do this in um, just veggie broth, saute your onions. But for this recipe, I like a Texas beer. This is Crawford Bach. Um, it's kind of a amber beer. I like a dark. I also usually like Shiner Bach to saute my veggies in. Um, but absolutely, you could do veggie broth. Um, so let me get that a little bit hot. Get my pan a little hot. And then I'm just going to put the onions in first uh, to saute. So those are the basic vegetables, but you can totally add other vegetables. Like today, I'm going to put some mushrooms in because I had mushrooms that uh, are going to go bad if I don't use them. Um, I sometimes put up like some grated carrots or some really finely chopped um, cauliflower or a little bit of zucchini. You can put anything. You don't taste it in the chili. And then you just get some extra veggies. So that's the bonus. All right, let me put my onions in. I chopped everything in advance so you don't have to watch me chop. Yep. And that's the other thing. I feel guilty, but I do often buy chopped onion because it doesn't make me cry as much as when I And I have the Breville. And Kathy Hester did a private class with me and taught me how to use the Breville sous chef, which like chops an onion like in three seconds. What? Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's an extra attachment that was, I think, about $100. But 
it just like if you want to make salsa it's boom 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 oh lord oh, what does it go on the breville what it goes the breville sous chef it's the it's 16 cup food processor which is an amazing appliance you know well you know me i still have my mom's old uh food processor from like 1985 it's gold i've used it on this show before the thing keeps going and going but maybe when it poops out or maybe i'll get it anyway because i mean i do spend an inordinate amount of time chopping things what do you call her big bertha big bertha i call her old gold <laughs> she's gold <laughs> yeah i mean that thing keeps going all right i'm just gonna wipe down my mushrooms um they're already chopped i get them pre-chopped Usually they don't have too much dirt on them, but I just give them a little wipe down. And I do like the pre-chopped ones. Uh, just wipe the little dirt off, but I think a little dirt, probably not bad for you. Uh, sometimes I give them a rough chop, but these aren't too big. They're pretty good size. I think I'll just chunk them in there. They'll be nice and needy. Um, saute my onions for a little bit and then I'm going to make cornbread and I'm going to make chili. You can make cornbread muffins. You could put them in a little muffin tin, but I'm just going to make I, cornbread. I, I love to do that, you know, and then you like the muffins. I do. Cause it not, not because of portion control. It's just easier. You don't have to cut it and everybody can just crumble it on their chili. You know, that's good. Maybe I'll do that for Super Bowl. I didn't even think about that. Do you make the full size muffins or a mini one? I like the full size, the one in the silicone pan with. Uh -huh. Yep. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I'll do that. All right. Now my onions are going. I'm just going to put the peppers in. God, this morning after I, I'll put my garlic in too. This morning after I chopped up that uh, poblano, I touched my eyes. I had washed my hands a couple times. Then I touched my eyes and I was like, whew, mama, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Uh, let that cook for a second. This is a super easy recipe and it goes really quickly. Um, so let me talk about what makes it meaty. And then of course, you're just gonna keep an eye on it. See if it needs some more beer. So this is what makes it meaty. This is not something I use every day. It's not really a whole food. It's um, Upton Naturals, seitan, chorizo flavor. And this is what it looks like. It's like you crumble it up. But let me read the ingredients because it's not horrible. The only thing I don't like about this is that the soy doesn't seem to be organic. That bothers me. But um, the ingredients are water, vital wheat gluten, soy sauce, uh, which is, I guess, the only soy in there. Um, apple cider vinegar, garlic, guajillo, oregano, sea salt, onion, cumin, black pepper. So it's not really horrible. I mean, it has vital wheat gluten, but that's not the worst thing in the world for you. So um, just make sure you get the chorizo flavor. It gives it a nice little something. But that's what you, that's what's the meaty. Let me see if I can, here. This is what it looks like when you crumble it up. It's just like a ground beefy kind of thing, but with a chorizo kick. So that's, you can make it without it, but I like it with. And I think that's uh, I think that's the thing that like the meat eaters really like when you know it has that little familiar texture and flavor. Okay, I'm gonna dump these 
uh, mushrooms in, probably dumping the dirt right in with it. That was not the smartest thing. Dumping yeah, that, my mushrooms in. I get mushrooms in a chili because they don't they don't look mushroomy. But I'm one of those people that just never liked mushrooms. You don't like mushrooms? No, I mean I'll eat them. I'm not that picky, but it's like if you give me a choice, I do like them air fried with pepperoni spice from local spicery. Though that is one way I Ooh, do. Oh, you know. that's a great idea. You have all the good ideas, Chef AJ. Yeah, that's a good one um, from local spicery. Okay. Yeah, I liked their stuff. I think I got something at the um, when I came to see you. You did get uh, some. I can't remember. Not the pepperoni, though. What did I get? I have to look. Um, I have to look. Okay. So next thing, now the veggies are going. Um, I'm going to do the spices on top of the veggies once they cook down a little. Again, I just make it easy and I use this. It's just a spice packet, simply organic spicy chili. They have one that's not spicy too. It's just called vegetarian and it doesn't have bad ingredients. It's just all spices. Um, if you can't find something like that or you don't live near a Whole Foods, then you could just make your own. So you could do like two tablespoons of chili powder, half tablespoon of cumin, tablespoon of garlic powder, quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, if you like a little spice, um, half a teaspoon of oregano, half a teaspoon of coriander, half a teaspoon of allspice, a quarter teaspoon of ground cloves, and salt and pepper to taste if you use salt and pepper or salt. Um, but that's, let me move my thing. I'm sorry, my second camera is still not working. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gina's saying kind of like the frozen roasted onions and pepper at Trader Joe's. Yes. The fire. That yeah. Gina? Yes. If the, I mean, and you know what? I remember when Trader Joe's was out of it for a long time and I tried to like really find the company that made it because I'm not crazy about uh, green pepper, uh, but I still buy that. I, I wish maybe somebody's doing it and we don't know, but maybe there's an entrepreneur out there that will do it. Lauren, are you still hosting uh, for PBNSG from time to time? Yeah, I do. I host their just different doctors. And then um, tonight I host their heart disease support group meeting. So you have to be a member. Um, can, I don't can even you know ask how much them if they want to have me back in conjunction with the book coming out and I'll do like a yes. them. Like it would have to be, I'm, I'm in Rancho August 27th to 24th. So either the week after I get back or the week before, or, or if they pre-record, I can do it anytime, but that would be lovely. I will ask them. I feel like they have their um, schedule done like yeah. in advance, but they might have some openings. Let me, well, just, I'll have, I have the schedule, them. but I'll run it by them. Tell them number but one. But in August? Tell them number one, too bad, and they got to have me. I've had them on. So, <laughs> rest Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? I bet you, because normally they do it on Thursday, so they can make a special one for you. That wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. All right. Okay. Talk, talk to the powers that be. And if anybody oh. else has a blog or a podcast, let me know. Okay. And if anybody knows a badass mother... Don't contact me if you just want to be on for no reason. But like, if you know somebody who's really aging well and they're doing like incredible things and they have some good advice for us, let me know. Lauren at wellelephant.com. Um, okay. So there's the 
vegetables. And now I'm just going to put my spice packet over it. I like to put the spice packet over the veggies or my spices. Mix it in. But of course, you can email me if you just want to email me. Chit chat. That's fine. I'm always okay with that. I like the people. I like the people. Okay. So there's my veggies with the spice packet. And now I'm just going to put in my beans. I do two cans of beans. For this one, I did, um, what did I do? Kidney and pinto. You can do whatever kind of beans you want. But just two cans or fresh, the equivalent. Yeah, I, I, I some beans are very interchangeable. We had a potluck yesterday and I made my black bean mushroom chili only to find out I had no black beans. And so I used one can of pinto, one can of kidney and one can of garbanzo. And it was still delicious. Yeah, they are interchangeable. I'm I putting can't... some more beer because it's sticking. Yeah, I think you could use whatever you want. I, I cooked up a bunch of uh, black beans in my Instapot that you talked me into. And oh, I do love, I love cooking beans and it makes it so quick. You, you know, Dr. Goldhammer didn't have one. And if I gave his wife, Jennifer, one for a Christmas present, she was like really scared. And then now, you know, like everybody else, she loves it because you can make beans so quickly and inexpensively, you know? Yeah. So I always cook up a huge pot of beans and I like to put that combo in it, kombu. Um, it's like a sea vegetable. It just gives it a lot of nutrients. And um, so I always have a big pot of beans. So I have black beans, but I like to save them because I eat bowls almost every day, like quinoa or brown rice and my beans and you know my greens and all my veggies. So I like to save that. Um, okay, now I'm just going to put in a big can of fire roasted, like the, what is this, 28 ounces? Yeah, 28 ounces of fire roasted tomatoes. And in addition, I'm going to do a small can of 15 ounce, 14 ounce, whatever can of fire roasted tomatoes. I like and, the roasted better. Oh, they're so good. And then God. I'm also... On sale and right now at Hope. I saw that. I've got to get that there. Tammy. I, I, yeah, I hope there's some left, you know. I know. I was just there. Maybe I was there I too, know. and then I saw the post and I had already left. I've been going there lately. It's not close to me, but they have you tried the pacha bread yet? No, they have it at Whole Foods. Yeah, if they don't have I the thought you had to order it. Well, you can, but they don't they have the buns, they have the garlic, they have this the original. And they have the the cheesy garlic, but I want the sourdough rye because I got to avoid nutritional yeast. I keep trying to reintroduce it and it gives me such violent stomach pains and I love wow. it. I just can't have it. So I, I really want the cheesy, not the cheesy, the garlic rye, but it's pretty good. I didn't eat bread, you know, for like 2012. Yeah, 12 years, but it doesn't seem to, well, at least I should say the pacha bread is not a trigger for me because it's like two ingredients, buckwheat and and salt. And I would rather have it without the salt, but I, it's not like I eat it every day. It's usually what it doesn't just, matter. Yeah. I mean, it's such, it's very small bread too. They're, they're like really one thing that's great is they finally started um, slicing it because it was a pain when you had to slice it yourself. That's why they say the greatest thing since sliced bread. That's every right. time I, 
I love it. And that, and that is true because who wants to slice their own bread? Yeah, so, my husband gets it sometimes like a big bowl, boule or whatever of bread and it's not sliced. And he's like, this is the worst. I'm like, that's why they have the same. Yeah. So they have it sliced now and and you can just get it at Whole Foods. At- yeah, it's in the freezer section and it is costly. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not a cheap bread. It's I think $10 a loaf. So, but you know, it works for me from time. Yeah. If you use it sparingly. Yeah. I know not everybody can do that. It's very expensive, but that's nice. It's nice to have on hand if you can to use on special occasions. Maybe Um, it'll come up with a salt-free one, but you know, or, you know, you can always make your own, but again, like, who is is this person that makes all their own stuff? It's hard. you know, I, I had posted in the chat that are you guys like love Super Bowl? Karen said she has been watching the Super Bowl since the very first one, Kansas City versus Green Bay. I didn't really I don't even know. Dang. It it's been like about 50 years. I think they just had the 50th anniversary, maybe last year or so. Yeah, apparently I watch the I do watch the Super Bowl every year. Like we even go to Vegas sometimes to go to big Super Bowl parties and it's a it's a big deal at my house. Okay, so uh, I put in three tablespoons of tomato paste and like a tablespoon of maple syrup while we were chatting. And now it's just, I think that's it. That's all the ingredients. It's just going to cook down now. It's just going to simmer a little bit. Let me bring it to a boil. But looks, oh, I didn't put in my uh, secret ingredient. I knew, I always forget something. You know me. Okay, so now I'm going to put in my crumbles. You know, my chat goes so fast because we have such a lively zoomunity here. So yes. if you're watching on Twitter, Facebook, or uh, Instagram, you can't see what I'm talking about that goes really fast because these all people know each other for years. But I saw a, a post and I hope uh, the, the person will do it again. I guess they're newly vegan. They were looking for some ideas for dinner. They mentioned something about Indian food. I saw it. It disappeared. So please post again. Thank you so much for your understanding. Oh, Dixie, can you text me that information? Dixie says you can call Whole Foods and order a whole case because these are like half price now because they're like $3 a can and like now they're $1.30. Oh my God, you can? Well, that's what Dixie's saying. And she's not just whistling Dixie. Oh, Oh, we're cracking ourselves up. (laughs) Okay. So now you can see it looks a little more meaty now. It has the meaty stuff in it. And it's kind of boiling, so I'm going to turn it down. Yeah, this looks like the real deal, right? I mean, you might not have those big mushrooms in a big pot of chili, but it does. It also gives it a, a meaty texture. All right, so that's going, and I'm just going to turn it down to a simmer now and cover it. Um, just let it heat through, but honestly, it doesn't have to cook for very long at all. This is pretty much good to go. When I was little, my mom would always tell me to simmer down. And it's like, I'm not soup. Simmer down. My husband tells me, simmer down, woman. Um, Yeah. It's going to simmer now. Simmer down. Um, I was going to say something about it. Oh, yeah. It just, it just needs to cook for a few minutes, but it's almost, it's pretty much done. I mean, you can probably, you could probably eat it just the way it is. Um, I think next I'm going to make the, Cornbread. And that's really easy too. Let me get a bowl. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I was going to talk about the uh, leftover tomato paste. 
this is such a pain. Like, you know, you always have tomato paste left over. So I kind of just scoop them out in like tablespoons and I put them in a container and I freeze them. I, I put little like parchment paper in between the tablespoons. And then if I need a tablespoon of tomato paste, I don't have to open up a whole new can and waste a can. I just pull one out of the freezer. So that's a little tip. <laughs> tip. I do the same thing and I freeze them in four tablespoon little things because that seems at least the recipes that I use, they always call for four tablespoons. Oh, four tablespoons. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, just... I, I, I'm, believe it or not, I, I mean, I'm mostly making my own recipes because I know my <laughs> usually, you know, exactly. Like my, know. Red lentil, my red lentil chili calls for four tablespoons and a can of tomato paste is eight tablespoons. So that's how I do it. Ah. So it's yeah. just, I didn't even know it was eight tablespoons. I didn't realize that. I think a small can is, yeah. Oh, I'm sure you know. I am sure you know, Chef AJ. Okay, so onto the cornbread. Um, I like to use organic when I'm doing corn and soy because otherwise it's genetically modified. So I've talked about that before on your show, which the thing about the the thing about genetically modified foods is they're with made to withstand um sorry they're made to withstand being sprayed with a lot of herbicides and pesticides that's their main purpose in life so that's why i don't like that um but do with that information what you will but i'm gonna start with a cup of cornmeal i always put my little cup thing in the bowl because i'm famous for just spilling everywhere Do you do you okay. care about the grind? Because I notice that sometimes in the store, like it'll often say medium grind. Yeah, I think that's what this says, medium grind. You know, I don't. The medium grind is fine. Um, I, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't taste like gritty or anything. So, like, what's the other one? Fine, I guess, would be. I've never really seen anything but medium. But yeah, the medium is good. Doesn't come out real gritty and then um a cup of flour of your choice i like oat flour you can do if you some kind of gluten-free flour and then this would be gluten-free um so you can do almond flour or spelt or sorghum or whatever buckwheat any kind of flour you want white whole wheat but i like oat call that a cup um, and this is easy because it's really just like a one bowl kind of thing. And then you need a tablespoon of baking powder. Well, oh, you use a whole tablespoon. Yeah, I think I use two teaspoons. No, I think I, you use a whole tablespoon. Wow, I think I only uh -huh. use... I, I, so what, what would be the benefit of that? Because I'm only using a teaspoon. Would that make it like more rising? I think so, because it, it's pretty flat when it goes into the pan. Um, and then it does rise up a good amount. But, you know, yeah, I use a whole, whole tablespoon of it. I usually don't. You're right. But, yeah, it's pretty flat when it goes in. So it rises up a good amount. And then I use a quarter cup of applesauce. So these little um, cups, this is just unsweetened is a half cup. So here's just a, I used half of it last night when I made 
a batch up already. So that's just leftovers, a quarter cup and um, about a quarter cup of maple syrup, quarter to a third cup, depending how sweet you like it, but I'm good with just a quarter cup. That's it. Super, super easy. You know, it? I, oh no, it's not. I left an ingredient out, of course. The interesting is I use date syrup because that's all I have and that's all I eat. But because it's so dark and maple syrup, even though it's a little bit amber is translucent, my cornbread comes out like dark, like almost like chocolate in a way. But some people, the visual kind of freaks them out a little bit. So Tammy Kramer said that what I could do is just blend dates with water. But I do like the ease of eating, eating, using like a syrup, you know? You know what? I, that's exactly, I didn't say that, but when I make it just for myself, I use date syrup, but it comes out dark. But I, in my recipes, I put maple syrup because I don't think people want to see dark looking cornbread. It makes them uh, like, you know, what is this? Okay, I left out an ingredient. That's my signature, my signature move. So uh, a cup of plant milk, you could do, I either do oat or almond. One cup and that's it. You just give it a good stir. And you don't even have to put parchment paper in a, I use a glass pan, like either an eight by eight or a round pan. And you don't have to put parchment paper. You don't have to grease it up in any way. It doesn't stick. So that's it. Easy, easy. Nothing fancy. Cooks up really quickly. And then you just cook it at 400 degrees for like 13 to 15 minutes. And, um, you know, you just want to do the usual thing where you put like a little butter knife in and see if it pulls out clean or a toothpick or I even like to pull it out right before it's when it still has a tiny bit on it. I don't like to overcook it. Then it's all dry and yuck. Yeah. I, I just, I mix mine in the blender, you know, Marie says is, can you talk about an episode where somebody made Sienna? I'm not sure. Sienna, Sienna. I don't know, I don't know what, what that is. Sienna. That be Sienna. Is it a spice? Is it a oh, must be a dish. Uh, is it something I made? I don't know. <clears throat> okay, I'm looking through the comments to try to find the one about the person that needed uh, some dinner recipes. I hope she'll post again. It goes so fast. Uh, so Karen said the Super Bowl didn't used to be called the Super Bowl. What was it called? What was it called? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still have to use date syrup. I fought. I feel like it's full of sugar, even if it's natural. I wonder if it's more than maple. So here's what I say. You know, the American Heart Association, the American Cancer Society says we don't we have no requirement for any kind of process to refine sugars. And if we eat them, it should be no more than 5% of their calories. So I don't think it much matters, although I would not have people use any kind of fake sweetener like erythritol, xylitol, mannitol, stevia, because those are just terrible tasting. Yeah. They're not good in recipes. And also every, I did, I hosted 50 doctors in the GI health summit and they all agree it's terrible for your microbiome. So use whichever one you like that you'll use the least of, but I wouldn't recommend agave because it's higher in fructose and high fructose corn syrup. I like date syrup because I can make date syrup in my own kitchen. And I have, and before I love date lady came out, 
with a affordable organic product. I made my own date syrup for years, but I ain't doing it anymore because now I can just go up the street to Walmart, which is open till midnight and get me some dates. <laughs> but often because <laughs> it's actually most of the time I order it from I Love Date Lady with the chef agent. Mm -hmm. So I like it and it doesn't bother me that, that, but I know what you mean, but like it doesn't, it doesn't bother the people that eat them that it's dark, but I, I, I hear you. People are very, um, you know, the way they are with how things look, but I do like my dark cornbread muffins. Yeah. It doesn't bother me one bit, but like when I'm making it for a Super Bowl party, I'm just going to have it look like this. So I just am pouring it into a round because, and I'm going to pop that one in the oven. Here's the one I made last night with a big chunk missing out because my husband tore into it. Um, but it's good. I'll, I'll tear off a piece and I'll show you. But yeah, let me cook this one. I'll be good on cornbread. Uh, I'll, I'll do it when I put my chili in a bowl. But that's what it comes out looking like. Without, you know, it, normally it, it doesn't have the It's like cornbread the way it has the Just like cornbread. It's exactly what cornbread looks like. Yep. And now I'm just going to make the queso. And this is also super fast. So, I mean, this would be a great meal um, for dinner. And for the person who is asking, <clears throat> I think, you know, we've talked about this before. Anybody who sticks to this way of eating for any amount of time eats the same thing a lot. And they, we all, we've talked about that. Like we all eat a lot of salads and a lot of bowls. And as a matter of fact, look at this. Wait. This is just my washed lettuce. This won't even last. I don't know. I go through so much wow. just greens. Yeah. I buy it. I wash it. That'll make like, well, it depends. Couple, two, three salads maybe. Um, I just wash all my stuff ahead of time. But I cook up a big pot of beans like I just talked about in my Instapot. Um, I always have a big thing of beans or you could just do cans or, and then I cook up a big thing of quinoa or brown rice. I always have a lot of greens and broccoli and cauliflower and all kinds of vegetables that I could steam at the last minute. Um, some, some tempeh or some tofu that I just cover in a little Bragg's liquid amino or some coconut aminos, chop it up, cook it in the air fryer, uh, toss it in the aminos cook it in the air fryer. You don't have to do that. Sometimes I do a little sweet potato, just little pieces of it, put that in a bowl and you have a bowl and then you can do different sauces. Um, I have on my website, I give away a free cookbook. It has lots of sauces in it. Um, Wellelephant.com if you want to go and look at the, the free recipes. I have recipes on my website and I have the free cookbook. So you know, there's always lots of easy meals, but that's an easy meal that you can have and you just change it up by different beans, different grain, different sauce. So you're eating a sort of a variety, but not, you know, you're not making it overly complicated. Um, it just makes it easy to stick to. Okay. Now, boy, the queso. All right, we're going to do, oh, I got to wash out my measuring cup. Sorry. Okay. Going to do a cup of nutritional yeast. So this would kill Chef AJ. 
I love it. You know, I like, for instance, when I made Nora Cook's gravy for Thanksgiving and the whole thing had three tablespoons, it was fine. But when I try to eat the queso or other other recipes, and believe me, I want to eat it. People think I'm being so difficult with my food allergies, like beans and such. I want to eat these foods, but having like 36 hours of stomach cramps is no fun. Oh, no, that's terrible. Yeah, no, you don't need to do that. I'm get, just getting a cup of water out of my refrigerator. Cup of water. So it's a cup of nutritional yeast, a cup of water. Yeah, you don't want to do that. We have a smart audience. Janet says it was originally called AFL-NFL World Championship Game. Wow. Yeah. You have a smart audience. A nice um, one. People say they want back on the show, like people like Aline Kapsoftis and Dr. Rachel Rubin, and they say, you have the nicest audience. Yep. You really do. Honestly, they're so, um, I love the way that they talk to each other and, you know, they've made a real community, but they're so also kind to the guests. And I appreciate it because, you know, <laughs> first when you come on, it's nerve wracking. Except when the guest isn't vegan. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sometimes though, you know, Anyway. Um, okay, so I'm just mixing up, the, whisking up the uh, nutritional yeast and water, and then like a tablespoon of flour just to thicken it. And I'll tell you the truth. A lot of times I leave this out, but I'll put it in this time. That was probably a half a tablespoon. Just whisk that in. And then... I'll eyeball this. A cup of salsa. I just buy this giant salsa. That was lovely. <laughs> okay. Whisk that in. About a cup. Turns it licking salsa. And then jalapenos. I love just like the pickled jalapenos. Yum. Oh. Like a quarter to half a cup, depending how spicy you like it. And then I put some spices in there. And honestly, I don't always put the spices either. Sometimes it's good just with the salsa. Let's see. What spices do I put in there? Um, some garlic powder, some chili powder. Um, that's really it. I'll put a little bit of that garlic and chili powder. Let's see. Little garlic powder, little chili powder. I'm not gonna put much. There. Um, last year in the bundle, Lisa and I had a cookbook called "I Don't Cook, I Cook a Little," just for people who don't want to make big meals um, or don't have time or feel intimidated by cooking. And uh, it's for sale on my website. It's six dollars and ninety-five cents, and it has. A lot of easy just assemble meals too, if that person's interested in something like that, that was asking. But also we have another um, queso recipe in there. It's Lisa's recipe. It's so good. It's uh, for people if, like Chef AJ who can eat nutritional yeast. Oh, it does have nutritional yeast, but I think you could leave it out of that one because it's mostly like cashews and red peppers and it makes like a raw cashew queso. So that's in the cookbook. I don't cook, I cook a little. Um, Okay, and then that's it. I'm just going to simmer this on the stove for a little bit. And that's really the whole meal. I'm just going to assemble it in a bowl at a set. You know, it's funny because I, I actually created a nutritional yeast-free queso a long time ago for people that had this. And it's delicious. It's called One Sauce. And I could make that 
But again, I'm lazy because it involves cutting stuff up and cooking. It. <laughs> I mean, what's people, in it? Oh gosh, I'll, I'll pull it up. It's really good. I'm going to pull it up and tell you. It's actually really good. Maybe somebody could just like bulk make it for me. Oh Let my me gosh, find that for you because I did this a while back, even before I was reacting to it. So let's see what we got here. Okay, I'll be interested to see what you did, Chef AJ. Let me tell you, one sauce. Yeah, this one had a lot of views. So what is in it? Okay. Uh, what it's not posted. The recipe's posted. Maybe I just didn't put it in the the show notes. It's got to be in one of my books, right? I'm sure. Okay, let's see. Which that's the problem when you have more than one book to try to remember which book. It's in. You know what? When I'm looking for your recipes, I have to go to a couple of your books. No, I think it's in. These people that write like, you know, 20 million books, how do they even know? Okay. I don't know. I think it's in Own Your Health. So let me look. Oh, I love that book. That's such a good book. Okay. It's um, so, it's so, I loved um, the stories of, of your lives, you and Glenn. Thank you. That's yeah, a Glenn, Glenn has been helping me with every book. I always joke that I've um I've always been able to write books without Glenn, but I've never been able to finish them because I've always tried to do it on my own. But it's I'm not a natural writer like you. I'm a natural talker. I'm a talker. Talking no. easier than typing. Okay, where are you? He's so funny. I remember one line out of that book where uh, I mean that's how good it is that I remember like a an, an actual line that he I think it was his parents. Um, his mother said, like, I think they were really unhappy, but his mother's like, I can't get divorced. I just bought a new couch or I just bought new furniture. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> hilarious. I found one sauce on page 180 of Own Your Health and it's made out of cauliflower, orange bell pepper, carrots, onion, garlic, lemon juice, smoke pack, rica, benchins, table tasting, and chipotle. And it does taste like cheese sauce. And I'm going to actually put a little piece of paper here and maybe try it sometime. Again. Oh, wow. Yum. But but still, it tastes like cheese sauce, but it's not. I still need a sub for the powdered nutritional yeast for when recipes call for them, you know? Yeah, that's a tough one. There, I know. Nutritional yeast is a lifesaver in a lot of a lot of recipes. All right, let me move this over here so you can see the cheese sauce bubbling up. Whoops. Sorry, I'll have my thing fixed next time. But you can see it's all nice, getting nice and bubbly and cheesy. And then I'm just gonna, ooh, this chili smells so good. Okay, I think it's time to eat. Let me get a bowl. Just in time for lunch. Um, Gina says, where do we get the cookbook? I don't cook. I cook a little. Well, if you bought the bundle last year, you'd have it already for free. But I believe it's on Lauren's website, right? Yep. It's under shop on my website. You know, it's it's really interesting how many people I'm hearing from in the chat that, that cannot tolerate nutritional yeast either. And I know that all, even though a lot of people, doctors are in love with it, Dr. Goldhammer has always said no bueno. And especially for people with gut issues, which I have. So I, I wonder what it is that What makes is it? I wish I knew, especially when people have Crohn's disease, is my understanding. Don't. Yes. But um, yes, it's my just, cousin has Crohn's and she cannot eat nutritional yeast. You know, my uncle used to, who is a doctor who, who, me, he used to say, 
everything I like is either illegal, immoral, or fattening. <laughs> and I want to say everything I like gives me a stomach ache. <laughs> I mean, since I've, I've just always had, you know, this is way before the microbiome was discovered and I just have a sensitive gut. What can I tell you, you know? Yeah. You know what? I have a not sensitive gut. I think I've said before, oh, I didn't make this look very pretty, um, that my mother used to give us leftovers that were like two weeks old. And I think I built up my gut. I am like cast iron. Somebody as a gift bought me a food sensitivity test. And I was like, I know I don't have any food sensitivity. Like I could eat anything. Nothing bothers me. And um, sure enough, I took the sensitivity test and like no nothing, like nothing bothered You're me. Lucky cast iron stomach. Cast iron stomach. And there's the chili with the queso on it and some cornbread. That's what it looks like for your little Super Bowl meal. I didn't make it look, I should have put it in a different bowl. I did not look, I'm going to change the bowl. I don't like the way that looks. That's amazing. And um, I, how about some chips on the side? Yes, that's the thing. Yes, some chips. Um, I don't like chips in my chili, but I do have them. Like I make them up ahead of time you know, where I just bake up the organic corn tortillas. I keep them in this. You can put them on. Let me transfer my bowl. I don't like the way it looks in this bowl. You know, I'm very, I like the aesthetic. Okay. Do that. Put some more queso on top. And you know, you don't have to put queso on this. If you eat avocado, you can put avocado. You could do you know, plant-based sour cream, that's not necessarily a whole food. I don't do that, but you could. You could sprinkle, tear up some chips on top, some more pickled jalapenos. Yeah, I, you know, I And then your seen, cornbread. I like the way that looks better. I see jalapenos in the store in jars. I have not seen pickled jalapenos. What? Who is the brand that you use? Uh, this is Hatch Organic. They're, just, they're called nacho sliced jalapenos. But they, yeah, they're really good. Trader Joe's has some really good ones, but they have sugar in them. So I don't buy them. I, I'll buy them like when I have my Super Bowl party because people love them. But they're sweet and spicy and they're delicious. But I don't eat them on the rig because, you know, of the sugar. But those are yummy from Trader Joe's. And that's it. That's your meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said... These people, I didn't mean anything by that, but you know, I, I don't mind a little bit of salt that are in condiments like the jalapenos, I, I, but I would prefer salt. Yeah. Like if I'm going to choose, I'd rather have a little bit of salt and something than a little bit of sugar, but that's just, mm -hmm. that's amazing. I agree. Oh, this is, this is so good. Seriously. Oh I wish you guys could taste it. I could too. So mm. next, and guys, when you give Lauren a challenge, she tries to make what you want in plant-based classics. Like she did a French onion soup that was phenomenal. And she did something that I had never heard of. Like it had the word king in it. I never heard king, of that. What king ranch casserole, king ranch chicken casserole. I made it with uh, soy curls. That's a good one. That's something if you're from Texas, even though I know I don't sound like I'm from Texas, I've lived here most of my life, but um born in New York and then moved to Texas when I was 10. And so I grew up eating King Ranch chicken casserole. That's something like if somebody died, you bring it to their house or somebody had a baby, you know, that was the casserole you'd bring around. And so I made that. That one's really good. That's on my website, just free, right on the website. You should try that. 
Well, so yeah, if you have a challenge. That is amazing. Well, Lauren, uh, thank you. You'll be coming back before Easter, before Passover, before Mother's Day. So lots of holidays for you to yep. make recipes for. Yep. Yeah, I'll uh, see you guys next time. All right. Well, thank you so much. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back at 2 p.m. Pacific time today when my guest is Tracy Garrigan from the Food Revolution Network. She ditched eight medicines by doing the diet that we've been recommending for you a long time. And she even created a plant-based coaching certification program that some of you might be interested in. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.